And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. So we are talking about something really fun today. We are. I'm so happy. We haven't had a discussion like this, I don't think. Yeah. So we're talking about celebrations. Yes. And why it becomes really all about the food. Mm, all about the food. Yeah. <laughs> and and actually, I mean, I know we're going to dig in deeper, but I was, I actually felt comforted in a lot of the research I did on this topic. Oh, really? Yeah. Because believe it or not, I kind of thought it was just my family. Oh, I did. I was like, just my family is this obsessed with food. There's no way there's other families that are like this. And I discovered it's culture it, across the globe. Absolutely. Yeah. Made me feel oh, I good. can't wait to talk about this. Yes. But before that, let's talk about our call to action. Do you want to yes. go first? No, you go first. All right. So okay. my call to action was I was going to really start thinking about that thoughts, feelings, actions, the whole thing, like mm-hmm. how I think determines how I feel and then how I feel determines what I actually do. And I actually had a shift in this topic because I started with thinking it was going to be all food related mm-hmm. and it wasn't. I had this moment this week when I went, all I do is sit here and think about how much I hate exercise. I hate it. And I also, in the same sentence, I don't even put a period after I hate exercise. It's, but I want to like it. Oh, like I want to be a person that likes it and I just can't get there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is that whole like thoughts, feelings, action thing. Like I say, I hate exercise. So then I sit on the couch and I just go, "Eh, I hate it. So I'll start it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then my action is I do nothing. Like there is no action with it. Or my action is to grab my iPad and play a game or whatever it may be. So that thoughts, feelings, actions really made me go, I need to change that first thought of I hate exercise. Okay. So I started, I actually started saying, I want to be stronger. Oh, and then from there, it was like, well, how do I feel about that? Like, well, I need a starting place. I have to start somewhere if I want to be stronger. So I have to figure out where I am. And then from there, it was like, all right, well, let's try a 10 minute video. Nice. Yeah. And how did that go? It was so far. It's been, I mean, it's only, again, it's been less than a week, but I mean, so far it's been, it's going, I don't hate it. Really? Yeah. I don't hate it. So what kind of videos are you doing? Um, I thought, well, you've turned, you um, turned me on to Caroline Jordan a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has lightweight exercises. That she's on YouTube. Yes, she is on YouTube. She's on Instagram. She's on oh, everywhere, okay. but I did go on her. I just Googled her, YouTubed her. And then I, I, I have a mental block with 15 minutes. My brain goes, you're not doing 15 minutes. I have a complete mental block. So I look for 12 minutes. Oh, nice. I know this is so stupid. I've discovered this about myself. I don't think it's stupid at all. I think it's brilliant. I can't do 50. I, I mean, I could, but for some reason, when I say I got to do 15 minutes, my brain goes, you don't have time for 15 minutes. Yeah. But if I say 12, yeah. I can do 12. Yep. 
So anyway, so I did her videos. Hers are about 15 minutes in length, but when you shorten them out with her intro, they're about 12 minutes. So I did, I've done two of them so far. And then I did Pilates as my third rest day. And then I'll do two more. Very nice. Different thought. I thought it was going to be all food related, but it ended up being activity. So what I like about what you're saying is you put a really positive spin on it. Mm -hmm. Instead of stopping the negative thoughts, you, you thought of something positive that created a positive feeling and then another positive action. Because I think that I never thought of that thoughts, feelings, action thing is like, if I put a positive statement first, this, the equation still works, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yes, absolutely. So we'll see how it goes, but how about you? What was, remind me, what was yours? Um, Mine was a little bit two parts in the immediate. It was to create like micro goals. So really, really small goals that I could achieve. Um, And then that would keep my motivation up because I, I felt would feel a sense of accomplishment. And then it, my bigger plan was to kind of create a new roadmap for myself because I couldn't actually, I didn't know what I'm, I don't still don't know what I'm doing in terms of what's my plan. Who am I following? Who am I listening? You mean to? like, you mean like, are you counting calories? Are you, are you not tracking at all? Are you yeah. intuitive eating? Are you yes. writing down what you're eating in the morning? Are, Meaning you're all over the place. Yes. Did you figure it out? Um, I'm working on it. And I think um, it's going to be tied in a little bit to what we're talking about today. But I have really, really, really been observing my eating patterns. And I think that's important as a first step. In that when I used to go out, I would order an appetizer and I would order a salad and I would order a main entree and I would order a dessert and I would eat most of that. And then I would feel sick. Okay. I would feel come so saturated, but then like the, the, the stop thing in my brain wasn't working. Like it was malfunctioning. So then I would just keep eating. And I've really, I mean, we we eat out a fair amount of times in a week and I'm really paying attention to what I'm ordering, how much I'm ordering. Am I full? I take a little break and I, and I'm like, I'm just going to take the rest home. I don't order dessert. So it's been really, really eye-opening just to, at least at the start, to observe what I'm doing. Okay. And the the goals that I'm setting are really, really basic, I guess. Like I have, I have a half an hour today, so I'm working out for 20 minutes. Okay. That's what I have. Or like you typically Wednesday and Fridays are my, no, I don't work out. Like I might do something else, but. Like those are my break days. And then I, at at the minimum, I will walk, even if it's for half an hour or, you know, like small goals for activity or even for food to say, okay, I think I'm full. So I need to stop and really, really pay attention, have a glass of water. Like we talked about before and just pay attention because I think what has happened to me is if I'm looking at the big picture I'm sort of getting lost in everything and not doing anything. So even the small goals that I want to achieve, I'm either not acknowledging that I've done them or I'm not doing them. Wow. I bet you I do this. I bet you I fall in that category as well. Really? Yeah. Like I I bet I'm looking too, too big. Yeah. The big picture. Yeah. Do you think that stalls you from doing what you want to do? I'm sure it does. 
I mean, it, it would have to, I would, I would imagine that because I'm not doing all the little things that are actually more important. Right. Because that's what leads us to consistency. Right. right? I mean, the little thing that you said was stopping and asking if you're full or if you, you know, you're, do I still need more food? That's the tiniest little thing in the world, but to me seems like the hardest thing in the world. It is. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. And what a difference that would make if you just did the little tiny things, even if they're hard, they're tiny things. The thing is, some of this is so basic and we've heard it on repeat ad nauseum. Like it takes 20 minutes for the, for your food to go to your, like your brain to know that you're full. We've heard that, but literally that's so true. Mm -hmm. And if I just wait a few minutes and know my food is still going to be there, it's not going anywhere. If I'm still Mm -hmm. hungry, I get to eat it. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the shift for me is to not feel deprived, to not feel like I need to hurry up and eat and get it all in. And I don't want to miss anything. And yeah. Yep. <clears throat> that felt, was that called FOMO? Yeah. Jo- J- jo- yeah. Yeah. So I, wait, I have to go back to this because I have to tell you that I, of course this is, we're opposite in this. You would get an appetizer, a salad, a main course and a dessert when you would eat out at a restaurant. Yeah. Wow. And sometimes I would eat the dessert. If I didn't eat, eat it there, I would eat it in the car on the way home really yeah huh. any kind of dessert it didn't matter to you oh no there were specific ones that I love Just, but always a dessert usually yeah that was fixed does your husband get a dessert too not anymore but he used to as well or not sometimes I mean he was less fixated <laughs> than I was okay I, I was more like I need the sugar I want the dessert and I, I like that I, like I don't know. I'm just really, I think for me, this is the start of my roadmap is okay. I need to observe what I'm actually doing right now. And I okay. think that could help anybody. What are your patterns that are present for you? Because right then we know how to shift it and how to change it. Right. It's that it's like collecting the data. You can't start an experiment unless you know yes. where you're at now. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a you perfect can't, way to you describe cannot it. cannot start an experiment if you're not taking the air temperature, the actual temperature, the measurements, the da-da-da-da, all of that. You can't start something if you don't know any of that stuff. Absolutely. I love it. It's great. I'm, I can't wait to hear more about it. So, Well, I mean, I, I, when we talk about these celebrations, it's going to kind of come out anyway, because a lot of stuff was happening celebration-wise. Yeah, so... All right, which way are we going in this direction? Celebrations. Well, we both started the same place, which was the definition, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, what did you have? You tell me yours first. So um, I have celebrations help maintain a common identity among groups of people. That Mm -hmm. was one of the main definitions I got. Yeah. And I don't, and I mean, do you agree with it? Yeah. Common identity, maintain a common identity among groups of people. Yeah. Um, I came up with, well, Google, the Google came up with this, um, many celebrations, the host offers food, both as a gesture and a reflex action. It's a gesture of love shown to people we care about, whether on a sunny afternoon or at a wedding or really during any sort of event. And it is also a physiological response to the mood. Physiological response to the food that I read that. Yeah. But I don't get it. 
So like, if you're at a party, you're like, oh, what's to eat? Your body says, oh, what's to eat? Or if you go to a restaurant, you're like, oh, what are we going to order? Or if you know you're going to a birthday party, oh, there's cake. Yeah. What are they, what are they going to have? It's like your body wants to know that, right? Yeah. Now, do you also think that food brings us closer to the people that we're with? Yes. And I think probably for a different reason than you think. Well, Um, I don't know if I do. Oh, I don't know if I believe that it brings me closer to the people I'm with. Huh? So that's why I'm, I really don't. Why do you say no? I mean, okay, let me just give an example. Like if I'm at dinner with my family, how is that bringing me closer to them, eating food with them? Because you're doing an activity while you're talking. But is it bringing me closer to them? The Am I going too deep in this? Like, like I, we, I was at an event last week and we were at a, a fake wedding and we're all sitting there eating. And I'm like, I, I reflected back and I went, I mean, was I brought closer to those people because we were all eating together? Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. What, what, now you tell me what you think. Well, there's two things that I thought of when I was thinking about this. <clears throat> One is sometimes when there's an awkward situation, food sort of fills that gap when you don't know what to talk about or when you don't really know the people or you don't have a good conversation then you're like oh let me go get something to eat and I can busy my hands and my mouth right or if it's uh, something else the other is I think certain events bring expectations of food and then at least in our group a lot of the conversations revolve around the food for example, we went to a wedding and there was a lunch. Uh, Indian weddings are multiple days of events. I know and we need was, to have a whole episode on that. But go on. <laughs> and there was a lunch that the food was phenomenal. We spent all of lunch talking about that food and then into the evening talking about the food. Mm. So our conversation really revolved around what we ate, what we liked, what was better, what was okay. Hmm. And in that way, it brought us closer together. And sure. it gave you that common identity between them, between mm-hmm. you guys. That's interesting. Maybe I've never experienced food like that or a situation like that. Well, it, in some occasions, it's very annoying because sometimes you want to have a different conversation, but then it revolves right back around to the food. Mm. Like, oh, did you try this? And did you have this? And yeah, okay, let's talk about something else. But we end up right back on the food. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I'm very, I, now I'm really, now I need to collect the data on my events. Cause I don't think we talk about the food. Maybe we don't have great food. No, I'm sure you do. Well, I mean, yes, no, it's great food. Don't get me wrong. And it's delicious, but maybe it's not like food we haven't had before. Mm-hmm. Maybe the food we have at all of my family things and all of our events and restaurants we go to is just food. We've just always had. Okay. Maybe there's nothing new. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no reason for us to sit down and talk about how great this was when I've already had this before. Right. That's true. That's true. I mean, I could say I like the the sauce that they use, but that's not going to, on their spaghetti, but that's not going to be a long, long conversation. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking that possibly for me, the celebrations that we have are more like we just eat to eat oh okay right no in our in in i think it culturally for us as indian people 
it's all about the food. If you go to a wedding and there's no decoration and it's very simple, fine, but the food should be good. If the food is not good and it's a beautiful decoration, beautiful venue, people are going to talk about how you didn't feed them well. Mm. It's it's crazy. It's fun though. It's fun yeah. though. It's a lot of hospitality. But do you always have different foods? Mm-hmm. Mostly, yeah. So I can tell you exactly now, if I go to any wedding, it's going to be, there's going to be a pasta. There's going to be a chicken. There's going to be a green bean or a potato. That's the extent I've never been to a a wedding or anything different. That wasn't one of those. That wasn't the standard. Wow. Occasionally there'll be something else in there, but for the most part, no, that's. Yeah. So I can expect, I know what to expect when I go to most things. Even if I go to a barbecue in the summer, I know what I'm going to expect. Really? Yeah. I know there's going to be a grill and there's going to be either burgers or, you know what I mean? Like, so I think when we celebrate with food, it's the same foods. Huh? That's so curious to me. Is it even for our graduation parties that we had for the kids? We had so many different items. In one party, we had a couple of six foot subways and then we had a pasta station and we had um, a bunch of fusion dishes and like, we've just had a whole host of different. I, I, You're planning I, my parties from now on, by the way. <laughs> I want people to talk about my food, but, and, and I mean, I, I, I want them to like the food and enjoy it. And I think that that's what I've talked about before. I was like, wow, this was really good food this year, but that's where it ends. It's not anything more than that. But do you think that we become too focused on food at celebrations? Yeah. Well, yeah, I do. I do. And I think that there's got to be food at a celebration. Can you imagine going to a celebration without food? Why do you think there has to be food? I don't know if, well, I, I don't know if I don't, first of all, I don't agree with it, by the way. You unless don't? It's birthday, unless it's a birthday. But like, I don't agree that we always should be having food to celebrate something, but I can't imagine it. I'm going to say that. And then the next breath I'm going to just say, but I can't imagine celebrating without food. Yeah. Can you? No. Right. I can't imagine celebrating a birthday without cake. Me neither. I don't want that ever, by the way. I couldn't have a pie. I need the cake. I, I could have both, but I'm just saying, like, I can't imagine it and I don't want to. And I'm glad I don't. By the way, and I know I said this to you before, but I didn't say it on to everybody here that, like, I remember being a little kid and making, like, food is just in me. It's what I've always been around food. We would make mud pies in yeah. our backyard. Like, we would collect berries and stuff from trees and pretend they were the food we were eating and leaves. And we, I wanted, play food for Christmas. I think every year of my life until I was probably a teenager, you know, like I had tea parties. I, I mean, all of that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. We had a little McDonald's place that like we had, everything was food related. Did you have an easy bake oven? I did not, but my daughter did. Yeah. My daughter did too. Yes, of course. But everybody wanted an easy bake oven. You know, my little sister had an easy bake oven. Yeah, she did. She did. But I mean, so it's no wonder we're so, there's so much about food in our lives. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, but I, here's where I, here's what I was discovering while I was thinking about this. Like, I don't think that's going to change. 
I don't foresee celebrating things in my life from now until for wherever, whenever without food. I just don't foresee it. Yeah. I don't want to foresee it. To be honest with you, I don't really want to go to a birthday party and there only be cake. Yeah. I want that stupid unicorn dip to be there when I go to my <laughs> sister's house. I want that to be there. Like, so I don't foresee that. So what I was trying to shift this thought on this topic was, okay, let me figure out. And I made a list with my daughter, how many celebrations we have in a year. Okay. And we started in January and we went all the way through. So you did um, your specific house or you just did a generic? No, we did uh, my family specific. Okay. So we went through all of our birthdays and then we mm-hmm. did my nieces and nephews birthdays that still have parties. And then I went to my, my in-laws and my mom, and then we did mother's day and father's day and then all the holidays. And then I threw in an extra five for bonuses. Like maybe we're going to have a wedding this year. I don't know. Maybe there's a graduation, five extra ones. Right. Mm-hmm. So I came up with the number that we, Alyssa and I came up with when we did everything, including Memorial day and all those was 30, only 30. So 30 celebrations in a year. Are you kidding me? That's what we came up with. I have to count mine. I think mine would be more than 30. And you know what? I thought mine were going to be more. Yeah. But I would, I said, no, we're talking celebrations. Yeah. And this is where we blur the line. What do you mean? Like a celebration, not a school's out. So let's go get dinner. Oh, okay. Like not a, you know, I'm trying to think of an example. Like I'm talking about a, not like a, Hey, we're getting together because we all, we all have our kids this weekend and let's have a party. No, that's not a celebration. We're blurring our lines here. You think that's not a celebration? I don't think that's a celebration. Hmm. Do you? I think a little bit can be uh, because if I, I'm going to meet my family who live in Indiana. For me, it's a little bit of a celebration to go see them. Because you don't see them often, right? Yeah. So sometimes it might be like, oh, let's go get brunch or let's go have dinner or, uh, you know, whatever. But it is a little bit around the food. Okay. So let me ask you this, using your example. Every one of those meals is a celebration though? No, you're right about that. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. This is where we blur the lines. We go, well, I only see my, you know, I'm going to visit them so I can do breakfast and brunch and then lunch and then dinner, but we have to step back and go, okay, but really at the core of it, what's the celebration? Okay. I see where you're going with this is that if we're using the celebration as an excuse to have all those special foods, Mm -hmm. are we overdoing it? Are we over? Well, so wait, let me finish my thought. Yes. So when Alyssa and I did the math. Oh yeah. 30 days equaled 8% of the year. And 8%. I'm here to tell every single person on, that's listening right now that I will tell you all, I have so many things going on this month and so many food related events. No, it's no wonder I can't lose weight. When, if I step back and I really look at the data and the facts that are in front of me, the facts that are in front of me say 8% of my year is a, is a food-related celebration event. Hmm. 8% of my year. A give or take. It's not going to be 50%, even if I'm off by 10. Even if So if you look at that 8%, how much of an impact does it have on the rest of your year, you think? Well, that's what I'm saying. My 8% carries over 
and carries over and carries mm-hmm. over, right? Yeah. I I sincerely, I don't even know if we're running out of time here, but I sincerely encourage every single person listening to make a list of every celebration you have in a year. Yeah, I and think see what your number is. I was expecting it to be like 50% of my year. I'm not kidding. Not that I'm this popular person and I have a million things to do. But when I was like, I was like, there's got, it's got to be at least 40% of my year. You guys, it's 80%. I'm going to round up to 10. So I sound a little bit cooler, but even (laughs) at 10% of my year, there's no excuse for me anymore. Like I should not be saying to everybody, like, I have so much going on this month. How can I keep, how can I stay on track? Yes. Wow. That number is really startling to me. And are you sad for me? I'm sad for me too. No, no. I said it's startling to me. <laughs> I know, but why but is it not bad for you? I think tell it's me why, Tell me why you're start. Why? Because I think you're right. We, we make it more than we think it is. And I think at least for me, it's like the slippery soap that I keep going down. Oh, I, I did terrible yesterday. I ate so much. So today I'll just keep blowing it. Mm-hmm. And then I extend my celebration really, but not in a good way to keep going. Yeah. You know, or if I bring cake home, then I need to eat the cake or whatever it is. Like if I bring yeah. something home, then I'm going to be eating that yep. because you got to continue the celebration. Gotta, you got to keep going with it. You have to eat the cake the next morning if you brought it home. Yeah. Now, yeah. here's the thing. We don't, we're not talking about parties here. Because parties and celebrations are, I think. You think they're two know. different things? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm deciding on that right now as I'm having this live action moment. <laughs> I, I don't think they're two different things. What? I think, you know, we, we have these moments, whether they're big or small, it could be a birthday celebration. It could be a wedding. It could be a sad moment, but there are like, if it's a celebration of someone's life who's passed, there's still a celebration of something, right? We're still doing something. It may be small scale, large scale. It doesn't all have to be grand. Right. It can still be a celebration. Right. I'm just trying to think of parties versus celebrations. And now I'm going to be thinking about this all night now. Because I just thought of two parties that I get invited to that I don't consider a celebration. It's just a different scale, right? I don't know. Now I got to figure this out. So you're not counting like a regular dinner party as a celebration? No, not at all. That's no reason for me to overindulge. Right. right. right? That's true. That's very, I, I accept that. Okay. I mean, that's me, by the way, that's me personally. If anybody wants to overindulge at just a regular dinner party, then that's fine. Right. But for me personally, I have to say to myself, what's the occasion I'm celebrating? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Do you think if you think of it that way in terms of a celebration, does that give you sort of license to eat whatever you want? Um, maybe, but it makes me, I think I feel like less guilt. Okay. What about you? Do you think that if you call it a celebration, it. You know, this is evolving for me. So recently I've had several occasions where, um, it was somebody's birthday and so I made the cake but because I'm off gluten I didn't eat the cake yeah I didn't miss it Mm. and there have been a couple of occasions like that where maybe it wasn't a celebration but I went out 
and I just ate what I ordered. I didn't really try very much else. I didn't share with anybody and I was okay. So mm. I think I can take that, those small things and extrapolate it to a bigger event. So if I go to a wedding, maybe I can take a taste of somebody's, like share something with somebody in terms of a cake right. or a dessert. You just have a taste and be okay with that. Can you be okay with that? Yeah, I think so. Unless it's delicious, then I'm eating it. Right. But what if, if it's, it's not worth it, I'm not eating it. But what if it's always delicious? I mean, there's, there's, you know. But then I, this is the way I think. If it's okay. that delicious and it's a celebration, I'm eating it. Yeah. Because there's a couple of different reasons why one is whatever the event is that you're celebrating, Mm -hmm. particularly if it's like a birthday or a wedding or something like that. The second is, this is not something you eat on the norm. Right. So that I I will go with you 100% on that. If it is not something you're eating on the norm, then yeah, right. Yeah. And, and the third thing for me is sometimes, especially with our holidays, it's nostalgic, which we've talked about is it just makes you either think of somebody or remember a happy time. You yeah. want to hold on to that. I'm not denying myself because I don't think I should eat something. Right. I'm not doing that. No way. No. No, I agree. I agree. Do but you we need have... to have those boundaries slash rules too. Yeah. Know? Well, I think we don't do a good job of listening to our bodies. Mm. Or... or listening to your bodies and your mind. Yeah. I don't listen to my own brain sometimes. Really? Yeah, I don't. Like the my brain is saying, listen, you don't need that second piece of cake. Mm-hmm. My body is saying it too, but I know it. And sometimes I just want to fight it and just do yeah. it anyway. You know what I mean? Yes. Are there certain things in the year that you know are going to be celebrations for you? Certain holidays or? Yes. <laughs> Do you have traditions like that? Yes, for sure. Which holidays? Uh, like which, like Easter's coming up. That'll mm-hmm. be a food related holiday for sure. What, like, do you have certain things that you always have on Easter? Yes. Okay. Always have certain foods on Easter for both sides of my family. I mean, both my in-laws and my mom always have the same. Um, but, and th- that's not food that's overly tempting to me. Um we have a celebration with my, uh, my family is the Kentucky Derby. We celebrate that day mm. and we have, we really do. We have uh, whatever we don't, we never know what we're having. It's always different every year. So that's a day that is a food celebration day. Okay. We base that around the food. Is that like what you mean by that? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 For, um, for us, it's, um, New Year's. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this thing, but I spent some of my years in Georgia and in the South, there's a tradition to eat black eyed peas on New Year's day. I couldn't do it. And the reason why is because it's supposed to bring you good luck. So do you eat New Year's or do you eat black eyed peas on New Year's day? I was making it for many, many years, but I just, I, I'm, I'm okay with not having it. Yeah. And we also make something sweet to start our year off with like on a sweet note. Really? I love yeah. that. Is yeah. it different? Is it something different every year? Um, Something similar, but it can be anything sweet. And you, your first meal of the day in, in January is that? No, no, no. You just make it so you can have it on the first day so that 
you know, you're starting off the year on a sweet note. Oh, I'm going to. I was um, watching uh, Modern Family. Did you ever watch that show? Yes. I want to watch it from the beginning, but go on. So we were watching it and um, Sofia Vergara's character, I forgot her name. She she was saying that they have a tradition to eat grapes on New Year's Day. And I looked it up and that's actually a thing to eat 12 grapes as the New Year is being rung in. And you have to finish the grapes before the 12th. Before New Year's. Before yes. the 12th. Thing. Yes, my aunt was from Spain. Really? And she told us that that's what they do. She was from Basque, Basque, Basque. I don't know how you say it. And yes, that was a thing. I've ne- We've never done it, but. I just thought that was so interesting. And there's so many traditions like that that you don't want to let go. I know. <clears throat> I don't, no, I don't. And I don't, again, going back to the birthday cake, I don't ever want to let go of that tradition. No. no. Never. No. Ever. So. We have a holiday during the year. It's called Diwali. It's a festival of lights, but it's also a festival of good conquering evil. And a lot of the foods are fried because we and, want to burn the oil. And it's not one day, correct? No, it's no. It's like <laughs> four or five days. Yeah. I can't imagine. Okay, go on. But the food is, a lot of it's fried because you want to burn the oil to burn off evil spirits, to burn away evil energy. That's all a tradition connected to the holiday and food. And we're celebrating that. So yeah. it's, we don't want to eat fried food, but it's part of our tradition. You know? So that's like four days of that. Yeah. Yeah. And Thanksgiving's like that. Christmas is like that. I mean, there's so many holidays. Hanukkah's like that. They have their special foods too. Right. St. Patrick's Day. Yes. I don't consider it, but that, that's for my family. That isn't a celebration though. Yeah. But some people have like, um, they have, right. have the green beer. Or this the, is why I think everybody that's listening should make a list. Yeah. And figure it out because now that St. Patrick's Day didn't make my list. So when it comes, I'm going to be like, this wasn't one of my celebrations. Why? Right. I'll, right. I'll eat my corned beef, but I don't need to go crazy and have a ton of food and go, yeah, let's get a St. Patrick's Day cake. I don't need a St. Patrick's Day cake because it's St. Patrick's Day. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We need yep. to know this. So I just went, I wrote down a few, Not these are not all mine, but Hanukkah, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, New Year's, St. Patrick's Day, Christmas, Super Bowl. Yeah. People, that's a big deal. Fourth of July. Yep. Do you have a food that you eat on the 4th of July? um no but we usually cook out okay yeah um easter valentine's day that is a celebration for some people yeah Yeah. then specifically birthdays anniversaries Mm -hmm. do you celebrate your anniversary um if it's a big number maybe but we typically don't okay uh any kind of career success people want to go out and celebrate you know Mm -hmm. uh for me it would be a health anniversary so like if I pass a, a landmark health wise, I'm like celebrating that num- that day. You and mean, typically my family. What do you mean by that? So I'm a cancer survivor. So every year oh. that I pass that, I celebrate that landmark. Yes. To be cancer free. That's a great, I never even put factored that in. Yeah. That would be for someone. Yeah. yeah. It could be any other reason, but. Right. That, to, to market and to be healthy and past that date it's like a good feeling yeah a reunion yeah there's a lot I mean 
There is, there's a lot of celebrations that we have, but we have to also really look at it and, and set boundaries for them. So here's where I came to with thinking about all the traditions. I had some questions. Okay. When you go into a celebration, you Leah specifically, mm-hmm. do you have a plan of action of what you're going to do? Recently I do. Yeah. Yes. More so recently than ever. So typically what do you like to do? Um, I usually have a very good breakfast that morning. Okay. With at least 20 grams of protein or more is my goal when I start that day. Um, I have been on team don't eat all day and then eat at the party. And it has never worked for me. I, no. If it works for you, I'm, I'm happy for you. But it is, I mean, I probably did that for a good 10 years of my life. And I just, it doesn't work for me. I finally no. learned that it doesn't. So that's my first thing I do. Um, and then from, depends on the, depends on the event what I decide. What about you? Yeah. I, I, it's also evolved for me. I I used to be like, Oh, I can't eat because I'm going to be eating out for whatever reason. Now I have realized that if I just eat substantial things throughout the day, instead of starving myself, I actually don't eat as much when I go because I'm not googly eyed and I got to eat something and I'm never going to get food again. And yeah. I was listening to someone's podcast. I don't know who, and they really, or maybe I was reading it. They really suggest drinking a protein shake on the way to a party. Oh, and I'm going to try, I'm actually going to try that this weekend. I have two parties to go to. And I thought that was really a great suggestion. That's very smart. Yeah. Then you're not overly hungry and eating a lot of stuff. Yep. Um, What happens when you have a lot of celebrations in a row? Yeah, that's that's the hard part. Isn't that the, what really it boils down to is that, right? I I I don't have an answer for that. Do you? I think it ha- I think we have to think about it like a vacation. You know, so if you go on vacation for those how many ever days that is, you're on vacation. Yeah. You're going to enjoy yourself, you're going to eat and drink, hopefully, and just enjoy whatever you're doing. Right. And in a sense, like for us, July is a very heavy birthday month in our house. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of tip when the kids were younger. Now everybody's spread out, but we used to have a lot of celebrations around the birthdays. So there was a lot of cake and a lot of food and a lot of things. It was that month, you know, that we, it was very heavy on celebrations, but, but I want to ask you, was it really the whole month? Not not quite the whole month, but it, more people have been born in July. So, so I'm wondering though if if it, in our head, it's probably let's say ten days out of thirty, mm-hmm. more or less. Do you think? Probably more for us. Okay, but we don't celebrate all of them now because we're all far apart. Right. So typically, not that many. Yeah. You know, and as kids get older, we don't really have the same like Chuck E. Cheese food and the cake. Yeah. And you guys, leftover birthday cake doesn't mean it's a celebration the next day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and I think we blur, that's where we blur the lines and we're like, well, it's a birthday. I have birthday cake in the house yet still. Well, but is the day you're celebrating today? No, that was yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still there though. Who's going to eat it? Right. But our brain is like, well, it's for their birthday. It's birthday cake. 
Yeah. You know, I think so. I, and let me go back to let me answer that differently. I guess if I have something two, three days in a row, I just really make sure the event that I'm at is where the splurge is at. Yes. Yes. Do you think you could go to an event and not eat? No. No, I mean, yeah, I guess I could depend on the event. So I I know somebody who um, she has some dietary restrictions and she doesn't come for that reason. And that makes me sad because she's missing out on some of the fun. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to eat. That makes me sad too. I mean, I, I mean, to each their own, but that makes me sad. Yeah. I wouldn't want to miss that. Even if I couldn't, for whatever reason, I wasn't eating. I would still want to go. I know. And it's happened to me where I've been to a cocktail party or, you know, a work thing and they only have meat items. I don't, I don't eat. It's fine. I'm good. Right. I'm just enjoying the company or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I could go to a party and not eat for sure, but I I don't want, I don't, I wouldn't want to. Yeah. I wouldn't want to either, but it's, I wouldn't miss out because of that. Right. Um, I, I go to like clam bakes, for example, for me, I, I don't like, I, I don't like anything at a clam bake, but I'll still go to a clam bake. Really? You don't eat anything there? No, nothing, nothing at all. See, I think that's a good way to approach it. Like you're still going to go and enjoy the, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to eat the rolls. I'm going to eat the hell out of those rolls, <laughs> <laughs> that's <all I> <laughs> but that's about it. Why not? I know. So. But I think you're on the right track that, you know, we could just can't continue the celebration when we come home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That minute we get home, the celebration ends. Yeah. Right. Or the minute we get in the car. Right. Unless you're bringing cake home. <laughs> Unless you're um, inebriated. That too. <laughs> so do you have a call to action for this week? Um, I have two celebrations this weekend. So this is when normally I typically don't have two back to back. So I think, well, one, I'm going to try the protein drink before my celebrations. And I do want to see how that goes. I really, I'm just intrigued by it, but um, I'm going to just be mindful of my cake eating because I can go crazy with cake. I can eat a couple pieces of it without a problem. I love it so much. So I think I'm just going to be more mindful of it and really asking myself, is it good? Yes. Do I like it? Because honestly, sometimes it's just eh, okay. Right. I still eat it. Yep. So I just want to be more mindful of that this weekend. That's so good. I'm I my call to action is a, a little bit continuing what I'm doing, which is to be present and to realize my food is not going anywhere. So if I need to take mm-hmm. a little break, it's okay. I like and, that. And if I if I do indulge at a celebration, um I don't know if I have any in the next week other than visiting family, but if I do overdo it or if I indulge, I'm going to the next day or the next meal, I'm going to try to really get back on track. Get back on track. I like this. And I think that that's what we all need to remember. You know, celebrations are great. Have your celebrations, enjoy your celebrations, enjoy the food. It's something that for decades and centuries has been part of all of our lives. Enjoy it. Absolutely. Don't let, one day end up being you know 50 percent of your year or more yeah well this was fun it was fun yeah and we have good call to actions yeah did we miss anything i don't think we did i'm looking at all my notes here i think we're good i don't think so but 
um, just as a side note, I don't celebrate my birthday just for one day. <laughs> Not at all. It's for a whole month. The whole month. So you're, you might be more than 8% then. I might be, I need to like sit down and do the math. I'm, I'm really Is this tired. because you have so many people that take you out or yeah. go out okay. to lunch or like little parties or family parties or it's just fun. If someone says, let's go out. I'm like, Oh, sure. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. I love I your birthday. I do. I love my birthday too. I love it so much. And I can, I could celebrate it all. I just, I just, I know for me, that's a slippery slope because I don't know if I've ever shared with you. August is my danger zone. August is a month for me that I always, always, always struggle. And I gain a ton of weight in August. And my birthday is the very last two days, last end of July. So I typically only let it go my birthday and that because I know that August is dangerous for me. Well, good thing I don't have to make this call to action in November. I'm just telling you. Was your birthday in November? I thought it was in the summer. No, I'm a fall baby. I'm glad that I don't have to do this right at during my birthday time because I don't know how that would go. I love that you celebrate it all the time, though. It's so fun to do that. So. I think we, at, I think the summation of this is we cannot miss our celebrations. Mm-hmm. We cannot miss those moments of our life because mm-hmm. we're afraid of the food. Right. We need better techniques to deal with it. We need a plan. Yeah. If you're going to have it, enjoy it. We just need- that's it. The plan. Yeah. Yeah. So, all, all right. right. Well, I can't wait to see how it goes. Yeah. It'll be fun. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna.